0: You're listening to The Lovish Podcast... And I'm your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. How are you feeling today? What's in your mug, honey? I only have the handy dandy brew made on deck because I've already finished my mug, okay? <laughs> It's pumpkin season. That is right. It's pumpkin season, honey. And while I'm not the type to go crazy over pumpkins and just do pumpkin everything, I do love me the pumpkin cold foam or the pumpkin sweet cream on top of the chai tea latte. That's bae, okay? For those of you that don't know, they offered that pumpkin sweet foam last year. And when you ordered it on top of a chai, mm, mm, mm heaven in a mug (laughs) and I know them notes was all off but who even cares honey heaven in a mug okay so this year they made it an actual drink and I ordered it and consumed it so yeah that's what was in my mug and mentally I am feeling good physically this weather is playing games and we about to tussle just kidding God. (laughs) it's really the Lord controlling the weather. But how are you feeling? I would love to know. Tag me on social media, comment below this video, let me know how you are feeling. So today I want to talk to you about the importance of how we speak about ourselves and to ourselves. Probably two weeks ago, I talked about rewatching Finding Nemo. And if you haven't seen that movie, maybe go check it out. And if you don't want to check it out, that's cool, too. I'm about to do some spoilers if you haven't seen it and you're one of those people. It's a kid's movie, but that doesn't mean anything. Maybe you still don't want it spoiled. Anyway, um, it's about this fish, this clown fish. Uh, his name is Marlon. And when he, it, it, him and his wife moved to a new place or whatever, and they have 400 babies, and they're playing around, playing around, playing around, whatever. And a larger fish comes to consume, of course. And essentially, the way the story goes is that 399 babies got killed and the wife got killed. So Marlon was just left with Nemo. Nemo was born with a teeny tiny fin. So he has one regular fin and a tiny fin. And I know you like, what this got to do with my purpose? And I'm about to tell you. Because... Of the trauma that Marlin experienced, he told Nemo for all of his life, You can't swim as good as the other fish you know you have trouble swimming you know you can't figure that out you know you got this special thing going on so you can't really be you can't progress as quickly as the rest of these fish can and he held him back from school he had him take a lot of cautionary measures and the thing is marlon was speaking from a place of pain and trauma and it got me to wondering how often do we have people who mean us well and speak from a place of pain and trauma try to dictate what our future should look like for us and for a while nemo held on to his dad's perspective but eventually he was like yo i gotta try this on my own and marlon learned that even though he was concerned about his boy He thought he was building a place of safety, but he was actually building a prison because Nemo was afraid to experience life based on the things that his dad said. So I posted that. I went live and I posted that on my stories. The video is still up. And somebody commented, like, how strange it was because as they were listening to the video, they thought about how they do this to themselves. They gaslight themselves. And so it got me to thinking How often has your pain or your trauma held you back from experience in life? I wanna talk to you about word curses when we come back from this brief break. Meet me poolside in Arizona? You're tired of feeling alone and trapped in a cycle of mediocrity. You're tired of constantly juggling all the things to work in a job where you have no control over the work you do. And if one more person tells you just how easy it is to manifest your dreams, you are going to scream. You don't wanna keep complaining because you know you're really blessed. But you just feel really miserable where you are and terrified to take the first step. That's why we're here. We're the Million Collective, Inc., and we're going to help you ditch your notebook and launch your project in as little as three months. It's time to unlock the boldest version of you. No more million dollar ideas trapped in your notebooks or in the notes section of your phone deep down, you know you've got the genius, the tenacity, and the boldness to bring this project to life. But right now, the path there feels clouded with self-doubt. You want a clear step-by-step strategy to make this project a reality. You want to connect with other bold dreamers just like you. You want a launch strategy that leaves people ecstatic about your project release date. And you wanna escape hustle culture, knowing the work that you do makes a difference. We're looking to partner with you. Join 24K Vision, a 90-day accelerator for audacious visionaries to ditch their notebooks and launch their project. Need the quick details? 90 days of support, accountability, and hot seat consulting on our group calls, a four-day immersive intimate weekend experience at the Andes Luxury Resort and Spa in Scottsdale, Arizona, six months of access to the 24K Club to connect with other audacious visionaries, access to our signature system, the Visionary Blueprint, and so much more. This is not just another program. It is a blueprint and a launch strategy. And we can't wait to partner with you to make your dreams a reality. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes or below this video to learn more. So the bottom line is whether you believe it or not, word curses are very real and they can hold you back from experiencing your destiny. This is why before we get into the actual project work or the actual process of building out your program in 24K, this is why we have the Renovate Your Narrative Masterclass because how you see you matters. This is why on majority of the podcast episodes, I'm always talking to you about how you are important, your vision is important, your life, your dreams, your goals, you have value, because you have to be able to believe that if you don't see yourself as important, if you don't see yourself as vital, if you don't see yourself as efficient, if you don't see yourself as purpose filled, and everything else in between, then you will not behave that way. If you are constantly apologizing for who you are, what a miserable way to live. And you don't have to live that way because you don't need to apologize for your existence. I'm sure that that creates a really hard life for you. And I used to apologize a lot for a lot of little things until I came across that you don't necessarily need to apologize for life happening. And I talked to and text a lot of my friends and they're like, oh, sorry, girl, I, I had to xyz i'd be like there's no explanation needed with me literally i don't take it personally if you take a a a couple hours a day whatever to respond to my message because i know life happens so you don't have to apologize for being in the mode and just catching your breath and finding the time to get back to me. It's okay. There's a lot of stuff that we apologize for that we don't have to apologize for. And those apologies make us feel like we are less than. So the very first phrase that you could be saying that's holding you back from your abundant life. I'm just being lazy girl. I supposed to be folding that laundry, but I'm so lazy. You're speaking laziness over yourself. And this one (laughs) You know, I'm constantly talking to women about this because this is where the 4D concept comes in. This is where I ask them the question, are you actually lazy or do you just have a need that's not being met in another area? A need that maybe you haven't quite identified yet. So we got to be careful saying stuff like this because again, if I believe that I'm lazy versus I just need a break or I have another need that's not met. And when I meet that need, I can get back into it. That looks different. The way we behave is different. How we feel is different versus just, I'm a lazy person. I guess I'll never be able to do it. Hello, Eeyore. (laughs) The second phrase, I'm never going to get that job. Ouch. This is a mindset issue. And you can fill in a blank with whatever, right? I'm never going to get that job. I'll never be happy. I'll never get married. I'm never whatever. Fill in the blank with whatever your big dream is. This is a mindset issue. And honestly, it is laced with hidden truths that tell us exactly how you really feel about yourself. It doesn't matter if you tell us verbally that you're confident. If you're making a statement like this, it's probably that you lack the confidence and therefore potentially even deem yourself as unworthy. Now I know the phrase sounds small and insignificant, but again, how you speak to yourself matters. If you believe that you will never get this promotion that you're aiming for, you won't even apply for the job. If you think that it's not possible for you to live an abundant life, you won't create the space you need to start creating your abundant life. If you believe that you are destined to be stuck in the hood or in whatever situation you're in, you will never take steps to get out of that situation. This is why we have to stop and be mindful of the words that we're using. The third one, I never have time. Truth is, you have to create the time for the things that you love or the things that you want to do. It's just that simple. There is not a way to get around it. We can say like, okay, yeah, you can do all the things at the same time. No, 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 no. You can do all the things, but you can't do them all at the same time. So it's not an easy path. Just like Nike says, you got to just do it. You have to just carve out the time. Maybe you carve out 15 minutes here, 30 minutes there, whatever. And you being intentional about carving out the time actually shows how serious you are about achieving your goals. Because carving out this time means sacrificing some other things so that this could happen. I used to, way back when, go to the gym six days a week. Then I scaled back because I had other things that took more priority in my life. So I couldn't go to the gym that often. And now I'm back to physical fitness and going to the gym pretty often, right? So you have to create the time. And just because you are sacrificing something doesn't mean that it won't circle back around later on in life. Another word curse. I haven't done anything to be proud of. This one really hurts my heart when I hear women say this because it means that we can see you but you can't see you. You can't see how amazing you are in a particular area. And it's likely because of this other one that I'm going to say. The other word curse, I wish I was as smart as fill in the blank. I wish I was as strong as I wish I I wish I had the same shape as fill in the blank. Comparison doesn't ever get us anywhere good. When we compare ourselves, we actually hinder ourselves from uncovering our own true identity and our own powerful God-given gifts. So I haven't done anything to be proud of usually means you're not looking in the right direction for the things you should be proud of when people used to ask because whenever you go to any sort of entrepreneurial space or a space where you're trying to build something the first thing they're going to ask you what are you passionate about what could you talk about in your sleep what could you do that excites you forever etc and you think you have your answer but you might not have your answer So for a long time, I had this answer of like running retreats, doing this, doing courses, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's good. But then they ask you, well, what do people always compliment you on? And there I was stumped. Because I was like, I don't like what people compliment me on. (laughs) I don't know how to monetize that. I don't know how to do that. Because they would say, oh my God, this was so amazing. How did you X, Y, Z? Ah, that was so dope when you started that. How did you A, B, C? And I'm just like... (laughs) They're wanting me to teach them how to do what I do. And that seems simple, right? But it wasn't until I actually dug deeper, and I'm not going to lie, years of getting out of comparison. And really diving deep into that statement that I kept trying to run away from. But they're asking me how did I do this and I don't like it. I don't want to just do all this stuff for people. That's how I saw it. That was my perception. But my powerful gift was hidden in that perception that is not necessarily they are asking me how did i do this but they're asking for a strategy on how to birth their dreams how to birth their vision how to bring things to life you said you was going to do this and then you did it how for me i was like well i just started this i wrote this down i did that and i'm teaching them how to build an individual thing but that ain't what they was asking me for they were asking me how to bring to life what I saw in my head, now that I've got that, (laughs) oh baby, hello, okay, (laughs) let's keep it moving on the episode, but point being, when you say I haven't done anything to be proud of, that's a lot, okay, it's something that you got to be proud of that's connected to your very powerful, amazing, unique gift, and there's no need to compare that gift to somebody else's gift, because yours gonna pop and it's gonna be extra special and just as dope. Okay, Pooh, period. <laughs> okay, another word curse. And this one is so serious. I'm dead. Or sending the 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 skull and crossbone. And I know it's a joke, right? I've used it a couple of times, probably when, when people first started doing it. But I stopped because I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, why am I speaking sickness and death over myself? no it's not until you realize like you start to wonder why you can't sleep at night why you struggle with health issues why your leg hurting you why your knee hurt why your back aching you speaking death over yourself you speaking sickness over yourself you are putting it out there because life and death is in the power of the tongue not the universe not karma life and death is in the power of the tongue that's biblical babe okay all right you're putting it out there you're speaking that thing into existence So I don't do any jokes like that. And the final phrase that you could be saying that could be jamming you up that I used to say myself and I had to stop saying, okay, girl, I'm broke. Girl, I ain't got no money. Girl, I ain't got enough for that. Girl, I can't do that. Girl, I can't afford that. I don't know when it changed, but at some point it changed for me where I was like, "Mm -mm, I can afford whatever I want to afford. I might have to work for it. I might have to build a couple of things on the path. But I wholeheartedly believe in the Bible where it says, god has given me the power to create wealth we ask god for very specific things and he does answer but it might not be in the way that you anticipate that he will answer there's a sermon that dr darius daniels has on youtube and i don't remember which one it was but i think it's in his exit strategy series or something like maybe video two or three and he talks about how the people asked for bread in the wilderness And God gave them a version of bread. It was the beginning. They had to work for the thing, but it would produce bread. And that's often what God does to us. We ask for wealth and he gives us this amazing idea. And we don't think that we can accomplish the work that's associated with that thing. But your gift is designed to produce wealth if you're willing to put in the work. So when you're saying, girl, I'm broke, girl, I'm this, girl, I'm that, you speak in death over your finances. If you believe you broke, you're going to act like a broke girl. You ain't going to be trying to do nothing because you're going to be tight. And I had this debate with somebody in my family maybe a year ago, a year, yeah, a year ago. And she said, it's a lie to say that you're rich when you don't got money. So you should just say you're broke. I said, first of all, it's a lot of ways to be rich, rich in health, rich in friends, rich in finances. Come on, honey. And second of all, I am already rich. My behavior has aligned with that. My thoughts have aligned with that for the past few years. And there it is because we speak it into existence and we do the work. We put feet to our faith to do the work to see that thing come to life. Third, I speak the word over that thing. Now, let's be clear. God's timing has a whole lot to do with it. His timing is important. But if you are speaking that thing into existence, you are believing, you are serving God, you are in alignment with his will. Come on. I believe the word of God that says, again, the ability to create wealth. That in and of itself guarantees that I won't be broke because God has equipped me with ideas, honey. That's it. You'll never go broke if you got ideas. If you got it in here and you know how to make it pop to generate income, but also he says that he supplies all of my needs. And he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and he owns the world. So, come on now. <laughs> how am I broke, honey? I'm rich. <laughs> It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Welcome back for another What I've Been Loving. This week, I have been loving the Goldmine & Cocoa journaling subscription. Okay, listen, this is for my girls. Now, hold tight, hold tight, hold tight. I'm still into digital planning 100%. Okay, don't get it twisted. However, I've always been a person who loves the paper journals. We're here for the paper journals, honey. We're here for all the paper. You know, again, God save the trees. We're here for it. Hold on. Okay. But this gold mining cocoa, honey, she always has cute little dolls. Um, It came with this little journal, which I feel like I can fill up in 30 days, honey. Um, so there's this that you get, these little cute sticky notes, and you get a bunch of die cuts, and if you're anything like me, I use these in the back of my Kindle, but these die cuts are just the cutest, okay? I'm only going to show y'all a couple of them, you feel me? But they're so cute, and that's that, right? But then we got the girls. Stop playing. Stop playing, honey. Just don't even play with us. Why are we playing? So you get that and then hold tight. Little sticker book from Goldmine and Coco. That's a throwback. And you get stickers to use in your journaling. Right? And so it has the date. It has affirmation, like a section for affirmations. Oh, here it is. Like grateful for stuff like that. Real cute. And definitely a way to enhance your journal spread. I'm going to tag Coco because I'm not letting y'all in my business, in my journal. <laughs> I can't show y'all stuff that I already put together. But there may or may not be a journal with me quick reel coming out on my Instagram page that you could check out. But until then, honey, just going over to Goldmine and, and when you get there, let Felicia know Cedar sent you okay all right if you enjoyed today's episode share the love share with your mama share with your auntie share with your best friend then head on over to apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review reviews do help the podcast to grow well that is all i have for you this week i will see you out in these social media streets bye